We're back with more of the fish cast. Corey Long here, Charles Fish Fine there. Uh, CFP came out today, Fish. We're, we're not even going to worry about the, the the back end. Let's just start with the front. Georgia number one, a shock to nobody. I, I think they're getting better. Like, I think they're they're peaking at the right. If there was ever a, a peak at the right time team, it looks like Georgia. Like, Carson Beck is starting to get real comfortable. That offense is humming. Defensively, you know what they're capable of. Uh, they... They, they, they beat a very – now that we realize they beat a very good Missouri team at home. They absolutely destroy Tennessee uh, on the road. They get Georgia Tech this weekend. Congratulations, Georgia Tech, for making a bowl. Try not to get anybody hurt this week. Uh, and then, you know, they get Alabama. Uh, two and three, Ohio State, Michigan. We know that's going to take care of itself in about 96 hours. Um and we've got four, Washington. Washington moves up. They move up past Florida State. Um, I think it's I, I think it's less about the injury to Travis and more about the fact that Washington just beat another top 15 team on the road, frankly. I think they just have a better, probably have a little bit better resume. Um, you know, but it doesn't matter. Like what Florida State is, Florida State only has to worry about the things they can control. And that's winning this week beating Louisville next week. If they do those things, that's all they can do. Like, someone's going to lose between Ohio State and Michigan. So there's going to be that fourth slot. Like, they really don't have to focus on anything other than the things that they can control, which are winning their next two football games. So when you look at this is the top five, and we'll get to the next five after that, but let's to the top five. What do you think? Yeah. Listen, I've been on Washington and Michigan all year. I, I just th – this is not your typical Michigan team. I, personally, I'm not sold on Ohio State, and I think Ohio State will go down this weekend. And they, once they go down, I want to stop hearing about them because I just I don't believe they're a top five team. I think there's I, I don't even know if I'd have a, I, I personally would have Alabama, Texas ahead of them, even with one loss and even Oregon. I, I just I'm not sold on them. I think Oregon, Michigan will take care of them this weekend. I've been sold on Washington all year. Um, they beat a very, very good Oregon team. They beat Oregon State last week. Um, and, and, you know, there's talk that, oh, they don't have defense. Their defense made a huge play uh, in one of the games earlier this year. They had a pick six. Last week, they had to make plays when they needed to, when their offense was – the rain wasn't uh, helping them out. Washington, I think, can beat anybody in college football this year. They have the best – one of the best quarterbacks, uh, their coach – is dialed in. Uh, they're a very good football team. They can play with anybody in the top four. Don't, you know, I know they're in the Pac-12 and everybody wants to ignore what they do and Oregon do, but the two, those two football programs are very good. Florida State falling to number five. I'm not shocked. Like, I, I think there's potential that even as an undefeated team, that they could be left out. And I know now that's We're going to talk about that. We're gonna yeah, talk, I, I, I agree with you. I think the committee has a lot of outs, but and certain things can happen. But I think I agree with you. I think certain things can happen that I think Florida State. Now, I think if they can look functional offensively, they can score 30 points or more in their next two wins. I think they'll be okay. But I, I agree with you. Keep going, though. Yeah, I think if, if Florida State comes out and barely beats a Florida State team, a Florida team that's five and six with their backup quarterback, and this game's within a touchdown. And then they come out and they barely beat Louisville. I think 
it's going to, the committee has an out and they could say, listen, this isn't a top four team. They don't have their quarterback and they're not one of the four best teams. And listen, if Alabama beats Georgia, you could have Texas has a right to that with a one loss. Um, you have uh, Washington beating a, a, a one loss Oregon team. That's two. They're going to be in there. You know that Georgia will, you know, it's just, I think a lot can happen where Florida state gets left out of the equation. And I know Florida state fans don't want to hear that, but I think they're this team, they're trying to find a way to not have them in this playoff because they, for some reason, the committee does not think that they're one of the top four teams. I think they had question marks before the Travis injury and the Travis injury is now one of their outs. I think another out and you, you point, if Alabama can beat Georgia in the SEC game and it turns out to be a incredible game, let's say it goes to overtime or something like it's just, it's just, just two bulls clashing heads. Like, that's going to be another interesting situation. Now, I think Georgia's a better team. I think they're going to beat Alabama, but that could happen. And, you know, it's not so much that it happens, it's how it happens. And you start looking at, like, or whatever happens in the Oregon. I think the Oregon-Washington winner, if, if I think Oregon will beat Oregon State at home. I'll assume Washington will win the, uh, the uh, what does they call that, what, the Apple Cup. And, uh, I think the winner of that has a is almost guaranteed a spot in. Um, you know, there's a, there's a few interesting spots like Texas. They're they're in a they're in a weird spot because they should go ahead of Alabama. They beat them on the field. Games should matter. We're already hearing like Joey Galloway, who clearly drew the uh, short straw tonight, was the one who had to put up the plea for Alabama, and he got I, I don't. I don't think Alabama's – I think Alabama's a better team than Texas. I don't care they beat them. It's like, you know, it's – you, you knew it was coming. Like, they're, they're – ESPN's going to go all in for Alabama if they can. Like, Remember, Florida State beat Miami, and Miami thought they were the – you know, yeah. Miami, I mean, Miami beat Florida, beat Florida State, State that State, one year. yeah. And Florida State got in over a one-loss Miami that ironically lost to Washington on the road. And – it's happened before that yeah. this has happened. They got in over Notre Dame in yeah. 93 when they were both yeah. had one loss. Yeah. Yeah. So it's happened before there's a precedent for it. So it wouldn't shock me uh, to see Alabama, uh, uh, Alabama to go over Texas. And, and honestly, Alabama is playing better football than Texas right now. They just are. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they're beating Kentucky. They're beating Louisiana. What did they play this week? Chattanooga. I mean, yeah, they look they look great, but you know, come on. Yeah. I mean, they're not. I mean, Texas. Like it's like, oh, Texas struggles with Kansas State. Well, Kansas State is in the top twenty-five. Kansas State won the conference last year. Yeah. All right, I get what I I get what people are saying, but it's like games do have to matter, right? Yeah, I agree. Games should matter, but that doesn't mean much to these people. Yeah, I just it was when I when I saw the uh, when I heard the uh, when I heard Joey Galloway talking, I'm like, okay. I, so I was wondering, like, who's gonna who's out there gonna say it? Someone's gonna say it, and you know. So now, if Alabama loses, it's all over. It doesn't matter. Two losses and and not winning your conference ain't gonna get you nowhere. 
But uh, what other outs? I mean, are there other outs that the committee has when it comes to Florida State? I mean, how far back? Uh, Oregon at six, Texas at seven, Bama at eight, uh, Louisville at ten. I think Missouri at nine. Like Missouri, Missouri, and 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 Louisville have no shot at being in the playoffs. So okay, yeah, those two are definitely done. Um, I don't care. Well, it's we, eight, so we're down to eight teams, basically. We're down to eight teams, and then it comes. Listen, if Alabama beats the Florida State, wants Georgia to beat Alabama to eliminate any chance of Alabama being in the equation. And then basically at that point, I think it eliminates Texas too. I just do. I think those two teams are are by the wayside at that point uh, because you'll have Georgia, you'll have Michigan, you'll have Washington. There's really, you know, just if Ohio, then it comes down to Ohio State and Michigan. If that game it, it goes into overtime and Michigan wins 30 to 27 on a field goal, I, I think Ohio State could get in. Over over a Florida State, I, I just think they're trying to find a way to push these guys out at Florida State. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you. It just it, and they do have a lot of outs now. I, I, I'm, but I'm definitely like you. I'm pointing to that SEC game, and it's almost at a point of where it's like if Alabama can win that game and it and it just be this incredible, this incredible back and forth game. It's like I'm a looking. I'm probably gonna call you and be like, you know, they're gonna let both of those teams in, right? <laughs> Because you know they're not going to let Georgia just go by the wayside. Yeah. Like I, I mean, listen, there's there there's also the possibility that if Alabama beats Georgia, there may not be an SEC team in there. SEC so, team in there, yeah. yeah. So that there's a very good po- possibility. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, this is the last year we have to worry about this. Is next year we'll have twelve teams in this thing. Um, when you when you when you look, I mean. Who are your four? I mean, regardless of record, who are the teams that you think are the best four teams out there? Um, I think Georgia, Michigan, Georgia's one, Michigan's two, uh, Florida State's three, Washington four. I, I, I just, I think Florida State deserves to be in there. I think they beat LSU, who's uh, and they beat them handily. Uh, yep. They beat Clemson on the road, and I know Clemson's not as good. Florida State's done everything they need to do to be in this thing. That doesn't mean I that that they will. I just like I said, it just seems like all year uh, that people have doubted this Florida State team or not taken them. Uh, you know, they they disrespect that ACC, and I just think like you look, they the first chance they got, they moved them down to number five, um, and out of the top four altogether. It just seems like kind of like 2014, where they wanted a reason not to put them in there. And they ended up putting them in there because I they were the defending champions. But I, I think if they weren't the defending champions, Florida State may not have got in back then in 14, yeah. you know. And and listen, it's happened. I you go back to the Kerry Collins team, uh, which Keith John Carter, and they had um that was one of the best Penn State teams that they ever had. They didn't get in, they didn't get into the fi- the uh, they weren't a crowned a national championship team, and that team went undefeated. It has happened before. Um, where a team's been disrespected and not put in the mix. And that's why this whole playoff thing was put together. And they're still trying to find a reason not to put Florida State in there. <laughs> they're still trying to still trying to figure it out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I <clears throat> to me, the wild card in this whole thing is Oregon. I think 
I mean, yeah, Alabama, Georgia, that's a game, but I also think they could push a one-loss Oregon team past them. Oregon's a very good football team. I like honestly, I think they're the one team that matches well, matches up well against Georgia. I think they match up well against Florida State. I think they match up. One, they're big and physical up front, and they have a SEC coach. Uh, they had one in Mario as well, but they have an SEC coach uh, in Dan Lanning. And this team's big and physical up front, and they're also fast. They have guys that can just flat out run by you. And I, I, you know, I just they have experience at the quarterback. Do you really want? to play that t- like if you're any of these teams you do not want Oregon uh being in the in that playoff you just don't I, I yeah. think I, I I think they could they could make you they could pull off what TCU did but then make win the championship game they have a legit shot at winning a championship game if they got there yeah and they're gonna have a Heisman trophy winner it looks like yeah yeah um you know, uh, real quickly, we're going to uh, just real quickly as we, we close this down, a uh, lot of coaching movement. Uh, Jimbo Fisher out at Texas A&M, Zach Arnett out at Mississippi State, uh, Boise State's going to be looking for a new coach. Uh, what other, do we have any, uh, we have any, other, any other coaching replacements that have been announced already? Um, you know, you had Michigan State that's still. Yeah, Michigan State's still open, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam Pittman looks like he's safe. Yeah, I think I think we, Chip Kelly might have gotten 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 safe after this past week. I think yeah. he might have. Yeah. Um, for the jobs that are open, I mean, where do you go if you're A and M? You got this money. I don't think that the flashy hire is going to be what they need, but I don't see they don't seem to be disciplined enough not to go for something that might not work out for them. Yeah. I I think that they really really have to go after somebody like the trailer guy uh, guy at U, uh, UTSA somebody local. It, I just think we've talked about. It. I think it's a hard place to win, um, and, and it, it's just their fan base is unrealistic. It, whoever they bring in, they're going to want to fire him after two years. I mean, look at USC. Their fans already want Lincoln Riley out. These these fans are re- unrealistic. They're idiots. It's just I, I really don't even enjoy reading what these fans have to say anymore because they literally one bad season and a coach. Oh, let's get fire him. I mean, like that's why if you're Jed Fish, you got to leave Arizona because he could have a bad year next year and all that good that we've talked about with PJ Fleck and you talk about it. You know, Franklin with Penn State, they want to get rid of him and he's going to go, you know, 10 and two and then win their bowl game and be 11. These fan bases are unrealistic. And, and Texas AM leads, listen, any team that's willing to freaking swallow $78 million just shows you how unrealistic this fan base is. Where does Jed Fish go, man? I mean, where do you, where do you go that's better than where you are, though? Doesn't matter. Like- just get the hell out of there. Arizona, Arizona's a good place. Yeah, it will be till next year, and they lose, go five and seven, and again, and then they want to fire you because. If, well, I mean, if, they're going to be the Big Twelve next year. They might fare a little better there. I don't yeah. know. And I, I oh. think I think it's going to get harder and harder, honestly, to win at these programs year in and year out with the portal. You're going to see teams good. I, I think you're going to see 
you saw it with TCU this year. Where yeah. you're 12 wins one year and then you're sub 500 the next. I think you're going to see more and more of that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense. You're absolutely right about that. Um, I'm at Mississippi State. I, I just think they should call Dan Mullen and say, listen, we know what you bring to the table. You know what we bring to the table. They're about to go into a hellacious situation. Like the bottom half. If you look back at the SEC when it was at 12 and where it is, where it's going to be next year, like the bottom half of those teams, those programs, like they don't have a chance at ever winning the conference again. Never. So if you're Mississippi State, just take a guy that you know can get you eight wins every year and, and, and call it a day. Just call the ACC up and say, listen, man, we'll take less money a year. At least we have a <laughs> shot at uh, records above. Like the SEC is adding. Oklahoma, Texas, like where's Mississippi State in this? I mean, like they're they're basically <laughs> six and six is going to seem like paradise. All right. Yeah. Would you would you call Dan Mullen back for that? Season? Yeah. I just don't make it difficult. Just go get the guy yeah. that won a lot of ball games there. You know, call it a day. Yeah, I think then I think they need a steady hand there. Given after the leech death, and they they just need somebody there that they can let they can kind of set it and forget it. You know. All right, we we know Dan's not going to win anything out. He ain't going to win a he ain't going to win us thirteen games, but he ain't going to lose it. He ain't going to go three and nine. Listen, either, you know the guy, the guy got you ranked number one in the country. Now it was for like a week, but like honestly, you know, like please. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, the, the coaching, it's just you look here, you look here in Florida where we are. Obviously, you hear the stuff about Mario almost daily down where you are. Uh, you hear the stuff about Napier, and it's just like they just got here, guys. Like, you know, like this is how you got in these situations by just firing coaches all day. There's no magic coaches gonna come in and get you 13 wins next year just right off the rip. I agree. Like, Deion Sanders took a transfer portal all-star team and they're still going to go like five and seven four and eight like it's just it doesn't work like you got to be able to build from a certain point um the michigan state job i you know who they're looking at you know they all have some of the same names like i don't know i mean if i'm like a guy like chris kleeman 56 years old kansas state just got a big contract extension that's a school that's won over, you know, they've they've shown what they can be. They're not they're not going to win you a national title, but you can you can consistently win there. They've won there for a while now. I I wouldn't leave if I were him. Like a guy like that, that's a good job. It fits. That's his wheelhouse of area of kids that he's always won with. I don't know if I'd leave. Um, is Cleman like the lead guy, or I, I don't, I haven't. I mean, fun. they're all they're all kind of, you know, they're mentioning all the same names, and he's obviously one of them, and he should be. He's been a very good coach. He's an excellent coach. I just wouldn't leave Kansas State. I feel like for him, it's a really good fit. Like you know, he coached at North Dakota State. He's coached at Kansas State. He's wanted. He knows he can win a conference title there. He can get players there. He runs a funnel. He, he figures out how to win football games. He has winning football teams all the time. I just wouldn't leave. You know, I, there's some places I would I I'd try to get out of others I wouldn't. Now Lance Leopold at Kansas, different story, but I wouldn't just leave for any job either, you know? I think the Michigan State job is kind of in his wheelhouse. He played a he coached at Wisconsin Whitewater, I think so. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. Michigan State a good job, Charles. I it's listen, I think once you get past this is why I think I've always said you could win at Rutgers. You could win at some of these bottom these other programs, Indiana. You could get to six wins and to bowl game seven wins. Is that once you get past Michigan and Ohio State, you have Michigan Penn State's that second tier program. And then basically it's it's every man for themselves. That's what you just seen all these teams are able to win bowl, you know, Illinois. Um, you have uh Iowa. Like honestly, I like I I I've been on the you know, USC boards and people are like, oh man, USC is going to struggle to beat these teams because they're physical. Like, dude, they're not struggling to beat Iowa. All right. Like I know that Lincoln will get 30 points and I don't care how bad USC's defense, Iowa still can't get more than 14. So that's a win every freaking year. All right. And I've watched Wisconsin and I've watched these teams and Lincoln's going to put up more points on those teams than they could put on him. I don't care how bad his defense is all right. And I don't care if he doesn't have Caleb Williams. Have you already people are like, Oh, look what he do. Didn't do with Caleb Williams. Well, he took a walk on in Baker Mayfield and made a Heisman trophy. He took a kid that failed at Texas A&M and turned him into a first round pick and the first overall pick. Like what more proof do you need that he has a five-star quarterback he brought in last year. You really think there's going to be a drop off? Just shut up and watch. He's going to freaking have no problem in the big 10. All right, these teams. Was, what? No, so he's about to have his third number one pick at quarterback going his coaching yeah. career. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. doubt him going into the Big Ten. Good luck. So I, yeah, I don't think Michigan State's a bad job. I think it's not. You know, it's not a great job, but I think you know. I mean, D'Antonio showed you could win ten games, eleven games there every few years, and consistently win eight. I mean, I you know, I, I the one guy I think they should go after is. Pat Narduzzi, you already coached there. I think maybe Pat, you know, you don't want to get in that point where they, you know, once again, he won the ACC two years ago. All right. Now all of a sudden he has a down year and people start talking about, well, maybe he should, you know, get fired. Like you just don't like once you're hot, leave and just keep trying to move up until you get pushed back down, you know? Yeah. Um, A couple other things and we'll close this out. Uh, jobs that we think might be open. I I don't see Harbaugh staying at Michigan. I don't see how. I just like, and someone's out to get him. Clearly, it's a I, joke. It's I a freaking joke. I agree. I, listen, this whole freaking stealing thing. If people really, th- we've talked about this. All right, teams could give other teams their entire playbook. All right, like if Ohio State wanted to, they could give every team on their schedule their entire playbook and and how they run plays and all their formations. And guess what? Ohio state's probably still going to be undefeated at the end of the year. Why? Because they got better players. And at the end of the day, unless a coach totally mismanages the team, better teams with better players, just win more ball games. And they, you don't need to know. Everybody knows what these guys run. They don't, the whole stealing of signs. Listen, they know what these teams are running and, and they still can't stop them. So I, I think you're going to find out this week, and I think this is going to really motivate Michigan to even beat Ohio State more. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan really took it out on Ohio State and then basically gave everybody the big, big middle finger and said, hey, 
here's here's your here's the only sign you should worry about you know and show the big middle finger and said you know what guys you know what because i i just think it's a joke it's it it just it's a made up bs thing to try to get this guy out of michigan and and and, and disrupt what they're doing there he he doesn't have fans you know harbaugh doesn't have fans in the coaching business obviously and these guys want him out so yeah um also i think uh you hear rumors about mac brown retiring again i can certainly see it happening after uh this week's game against nc state i can certainly see this being his last rodeo you know what it sounds crazy but if i'm mike elko I would I would go there before I go to Texas A&M. I'd oh, be yeah. like, hey, I would just skip right across. I would even sell my house. No, nope. live in the same house. You know, I so. definitely I would I'd seriously consider that if that's the case because you can win a lot more games at UNC than you can win at Texas A&M. So, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and some other coaches that are working out, Brent Key at Georgia Tech. Uh, I don't know if you're watching the Georgia Tech Syracuse game this past week, but. I'm gonna give Dino Babers a little credit. They, they 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 figured out how to they figured out what we've always said teams should do when they have absolutely no quarterback, and that's just run a single wing offense. <laughs> and he almost won with that sucker. So I love to keep him around just for creativity. So I'm hoping Chiefs wins this week and they get to a bowl just because he actually decided just to throw some athletes in a quarterback, do like a little perimeter screen pass, and single wing that sucker on up. Uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, we got another great week of football ahead of us. The last regular season week of the college football football year. It, it comes by fast. Um, well, buddy, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, hope everybody out there in podcast land have a great Thanksgiving. I hope our uh, hope our producer Justin Otto has a great Thanksgiving. I bet you know you know how he's gonna be video game shopping his ass off on Black Friday. Uh, oh my! Oh my God! Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. All right, my man. Happy Thanksgiving, man. I'll talk to you later, bud. Take care. Bye-bye.